what happens when you, what stop, seeing when you stop seeing people what happens when you stop seeing people behind start bars as criminals and start seeing them as human beings welcome to sentences storytellers beyond bars the podcast where we explore the impact of the criminal justice system in our communities all right that's welcome <laughs> to this minisode everybody um, i'm alfred like i said earlier jose and lizette nice and um so this is our first live episode that we're recording, so I'm a little nervous, I don't know about y'all, but um, <laughs> we want to take this opportunity to just record a small little mini-sode, just to give people an idea of what we do and uh, what to expect in the future. So far we've recorded four episodes uh, that you could find on the, the podcast app or SoundCloud under Sentences Podcast. The last episode we really recommend, episode four. Yeah, start backwards. Start from four and go <laughs> yeah. work your way back. I think you'll be a little bit more forgiving <laughs> of our earlier episodes. But yeah, we're recording out of Espacio 1839 mm-hmm. in Boyle Heights. Uh, they're generous enough to lend us a space. Yeah. So we'll be here live every first and third Thursday, Thursday. of the month. So if you would like to hear us uh, be embarrassed and be shy and be nervous about recording live, tune in. Um, from 3 to 5 every first and third Thursday. Otherwise, like I said, like Jose said, check out either iTunes or SoundCloud. Yeah. Or you can also find us on Instagram so you can see a little bit more of what we're doing there. Tune in. So what do we do? Why would, why would anyone want to tune in? <laughs> well, one of the things we do is we, we read the works of incarcerated students. I think on our third episode, Lizette uh, read a piece. To Imagine Angels by John Puruganan. And it was, it was, it's a really, I don't want to use the word magical, but that's what comes to mind. Um, but it really speaks to um, these small moments that if you pay attention to the in, these small instances in life uh, that you can get a lot out of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if you want to speak a little more about yeah, just just reading it. And the journal that we're working on also, the Words in Cage journal, it's one of the pieces that came across our way that we had the opportunity to read through and edit, but this piece was just it's beautiful. I know you said magical, but just reading through yeah. it was um, something that I think definitely should be listened to, heard, read, however it is that it can get out so people can hear these stories like Alfred said. That was the perfect piece to kind of get us going for this, the future episodes, because like Jose and Lizette said, it's magical, it's beautiful and it's also very i don't know like reflective of a lot of the content that's coming out of these prisons and it's it's reflective of like this really tortured situation that everyone that everyone that this condition creates for everybody inside Mm -hmm. and out it was yeah it was really beautiful right all this the language and the imagery that that we talked about check out episode three of our podcast if you're interested in listening to lizette's reading of that and our Mm -hmm. conversation um but i really think you guys mentioned the journal, and I know Espacio carries our first issue, which is called Human. Um, and that one was the initial collection of just a bunch of different stories from the guys uh, in Lancaster. And I, I don't know if this upcoming issue, is that going to be exclusively Lancaster, or is that... No, it's not It's not exclusively Lancaster. We have, uh, I think, two or three other pieces from incarcerated students from other... Prisons. Yeah, and also we this time we feature voices from families and yes. uh, oh, nice, and nice. maybe like the vic- perspective of the victims, right? And I'm gonna use 
quotes. air quotes. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we have outside voices, so it's just this sort of dialogue that's happening mm-hmm. in the journal. I know um, there's an event coming up, right, for the launch of the journal? There is. Let me pull up the dates. It looks like our first event for that is going to be at Cal State LA uh, on June 2nd, and the title of the event is Words Uncaged and Unlock Tomorrow Book Releases. Nice. <laughs> Straight up. It's very honest to the point. But I believe that the first... It looks like the first or every Saturday um, for the month of June, we're going to have different events on campus at Cal State LA in the Fine Arts Gallery. Mm. So if you can make your way there to check out the work, some of the artwork that these uh, students from Lancaster have created, there's all sorts of good stuff. Mm. I'm trying to think of like the pieces yeah. from last year. Uh, shout out to George Sanchez for the amazing poetry. We've created a wall of his works and... Hopefully, y'all could come and check I'm out. excited to check that out because I know, like, last year we had something every weekend of April mm-hmm. in Echo, no, Highland Park? Yeah, Highland at Avenue Park. 50. Avenue 52? One. Was it 51? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it was Avenue 50. Avenue 50. Avenue 50. <laughs> Avenue 50. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> None of us were right. Um, yeah, and it was cool because we had a lot of guys that just got released come and speak and tell their story. We had Sister Inmate, which is an organization. Nonprofit that helps uh, formerly incarcerated people find uh, jobs and life skills. Families of the men who are in yeah, the prison. That was powerful. I know we had, I forgot whose mom and sister spoke one night. Helen Burnett's, I believe. Wife was there. Yes. Yeah. But this was, there was um, somebody who spoke about, like the mom couldn't speak English. So the daughter was there translating. Oh, okay. And she was talking about how her son being incarcerated all the strain it put on her and then the family and financial strain and emotional strain like, yeah. you know just the system the way that they're shifted from prison to prison and further and further away from home, from home. creates this crazy insecurity for anybody who wants to visit them mm-hmm. because just because you make the, tra- the the drive all the way out to like Sacramento from LA to see this person the day of visitation might be switched or something might come up where they don't um, you don't get to see them that day right and you, you end up spending the night uh, outside or whatever mm-hmm. right so the the mom was like in poor physical health and the daughter was really like holding her together and it was really powerful and it was just really sad um but we have a lot of moments like that in at these events you mm-hmm. know so i'm looking forward to this upcoming events in june yeah um and so anybody who's interested in, in participating showing up checking out the gallery like jose said there's going to be different installations it's one wall with just pictures of the guys writing right george mm-hmm. sanchez blown up artwork yeah yeah, yeah. So i feel like well, i guess we should mention why this is particularly uh special uh, a lot of the craftsmanship or a lot, like a lot of the artistic features i don't know what i want to say but a lot of the quality of the work also comes in the way that these men write so for instance the uh, george sanchez who jose is talking about he writes pages and pages of poetry like he gave us a stack that's probably like a foot tall um wow. of just four pages foot. okay four foot tall i'm sorry <laughs> <That's a lot. laughs> of it's just writing so you oh, see damn. yeah so you see like how powerful it is to have words and to put words on the paper and jose decided to just blow up his work so that we can see it yeah. and it's not i want to say natural form yeah because there's something personal about somebody's handwriting and you could really see a lot in the way he writes his letters it adds to the poetry. Yeah, I think that was a good idea, just because it creates this huge, like, visual representation, right, of 
like you said, the power behind these words and the handwriting, the, the personality that shines through the handwriting, yeah. the penmanship, and it just demands attention, right? Like you, if you're taking up an entire wall in this gallery, right? Like there's nothing else but that mm-hmm. that person's voice and story. That's awesome. Anybody interested in like, checking out the dates again, vi- follow us on Instagram at Sentences Podcast. Uh, we'll go ahead and post the dates and the flyer for that, uh, or check out Unlock Tomorrow or Words Uncaged. Those are two separate Instagrams that you can check out that have all the information as well. Um, you should also visit wordsuncaged.com to get, to get a glimpse of a little bit more about the project. Yeah, and you could read some of the works that uh, didn't make it onto the journal but are still being published. We publish all of the work from the men, and it's on there. Who's, who's going to be at the, at the launch for the, this issue, do you know? Like family members of some of the contributors... I know for yeah. sure a young lady named Elaine Hong is going to be there. And she has oh. a corresponding piece with her brother, Justin Hong, yes. I believe is his name. Yeah, so there are two pieces in the journal that speak to each other, and she's going to be there. And Justin's incarcerated. Justin right? is incarcerated, okay. yeah, and Elaine is his younger sister. Mm-hmm. So I know she for sure she's going to be somebody that's on there. That's awesome. Or that's there, not on there. <laughs> well, she's in the journal, too. Yeah. Oh. Cool. Well, I think we should wrap up this mini-sode. Before we wrap up, let's talk a little bit about the fourth episode. I, didn't, I think we just talked about it when we were alive. Another thing that we do in the podcast is we talk to formerly incarcerated students or formerly incarcerated people who are now students. And in our last episode, we talked to the revolutionary scholars in CSUN, and they gave us some insights on some of the struggles that they deal with being formerly incarcerated and trying to get funding or trying to make it through the university life. Yeah, like the university, because as grad students, we all know how shitty it can be to try to navigate this academic environment, right? And I can just imagine how how much harder it is when you have a criminal background. I think that last episode, episode four, gave us insight into just how much damage, you know, locking someone up can do. Mm -hmm. What are the repercussions after, you know, during and just and after. Anything else is that before we wrap up? Yeah, just listen to it. <laughs> that's all. Just listen to it. That's. I feel like that's the episode that really speaks to what we're trying to do, right? To just present the voices and stories of the people who have had these, who have like endured these sort of struggles and hardships. So we have a list of a growing list of future guests on the podcast that were recently released from Lancaster. So I'm really excited for you all to listen, for us to have them on the show, but for you all mm-hmm. to listen to and just share in in their lives a little bit more. Um, and we also have some big figures from Cal State LA who are going to be part of the podcast at some point, um, and some great pieces that we each read. You know, so the, the format of the podcast is one episode we read a story or a piece from one from somebody who was formerly or currently incarcerated, and we all like talk about that. So the episode will revolve around that, and then another episode, the following episode, will be an interview piece. So we'll have somebody who was formerly incarcerated or working with formerly incarcerated or currently incarcerated people. And yeah, the goal is just, like we said earlier, just to kind of create a space for these stories to exist and to archive all these experiences for hopefully some sort of political change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So thanks again for listening to this small mini-inisode mini, mini <laughs> <laughs> of sentences. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys n- next week, maybe? Yeah. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> all right, bye.